Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. Let's dive into some 401k FAQs. We took a, a lot of the questions that you get, Eric, at your office that we got on emails on the show. We just kind of compiled them together a little bit for our frequently asked questions from listeners about their 401k. So I've got four or five here for you to run through, see what your thoughts are. Often it comes up free advice or advice for a very low fee that companies offer. And so people are wondering, if I work for a company they do this, is it a good idea to take advantage of it or not? Or is there any bias involved getting free advice from a company that you actually work for? Well, it depends on who's providing that and if they're doing a plan that looks holistically at everything or are they just kind of giving you um, guidance on the 401k. Okay. A lot of it's just, you know, on the 401k. So what they're going to do is they're going to have you take some kind of a risk um, assessment. It's going to come back with a number and then they're going to say, okay, with that number at your age, you should probably be buying these things, you know, and that's all it is. It's not like looking at, okay, you know, where do you have other monies? Do you have old 401ks or IRAs elsewhere? Do you have uh, other investments? Do you have life insurance? Do you have all this stuff, the more holistic planning? So if you don't, if you have nothing, I mean, something's better than nothing. If they're offering it free, I mean, why not take advantage of it? It's free. But I think there's some easier strategies when you're looking at um, signing up for the 401k or putting money into it. There's some easier ways, I think, to do that. And you don't have to pay those additional fees because when you're accumulating assets, what you want is you want basically the cheapest way to do that. It's only pay fees for planning if you're closer to retirement, I believe, because that's when you need to avoid massive downturns, when you need to avoid tax issues when you start generating income, those types of things. That's what you want to pay a fee for, for that kind of planning. Just choosing what funds to put into. There's probably enough uh, free things on the website that allow you to ascertain that. And we help people when they come in with us about some asset allocation models for their 401ks. We don't charge for that when they're clients. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, I mean, something's better than nothing. Um, okay. But just see you know, what they're, what they're doing, if they're asking all the questions about everything that you have or just making it on the 401k. Well, I was curious as well, because often we'll say, you know, you know, value, right, for what you're getting. So sometimes people will wonder, well, you know, if it's free advice, how good is it, that type of thing. So right. uh, certainly good to know and certainly good to kind of investigate that a little bit. Other 401k questions are loans. Uh, are they good ideas or bad ideas to take a loan on the 401k? Well, the good side about it is that when you pay back the interest, it comes back to you as opposed to paying that to the bank. Uh, the bad news is any money that you borrow is not participating in any market gains. It's also not participating in market losses, too, so that's kind of a bonus. But, um, you know, sometimes it's an easier way to do that. You know, hey, I just, you know, there's the transmission went out in the vehicle, and hey, a hot water heater out. We needed an extra $1,000 this month, so I mm-hmm. borrow it and pay myself back. So um, it is an easy way to do, and you're not giving that interest away. A lot of times, you know, banks and credit unions don't want to make these small little loans, you know. And uh, so, yeah, it's not necessarily a – I don't recommend – I mean, you if you can have no debt, that's the best option, obviously. But if you have, if you need to borrow, 
borrowing from the 401k, the fact that that interest comes back to you is a pretty nice, nice event. Now, if you retire and or you decide to separate or you lose your job and you do have a 401k loan out there and you don't want to pay it back, the only thing that happens is treat it as a taxable distribution. So that's not as bad either. So you're paying the tax on the money that you took out as opposed to just paying tax on what you took out, which is not that bad. Yeah, because often we'll hear people say, advisors will say, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to speak in absolutes, but... I would try to make that like at the end of the list of something that you needed to do. You know, if, if you really had to take a loan, it's not, you know, it's not good or bad, but just try to avoid it if you can. Uh, so there's always different opinions on these. And I guess it would, it would come down to the situation, right? What you really need to do, what's best for, you know, the unique situation you might find yourself in. Absolutely. Like with anything, right? What about the rollover? Same thing. So when does it make sense to do it? When does it not? Uh, same kind of concept. Well, I'm always a big fan of getting it out of the plan because when you're in the plan, you're subject to the limitations of the plan. You know, a lot of people think, well, I'm not paying any fees when I'm in my 401k. No, a lot of the fees are hidden. And if you're investing in mutual funds, you're paying fees on those as well. Those are hidden as well. When you go to an IRA, the whole world becomes uh, options for you. So you can have all kinds of different investments. You got things that have no fees to them, safe things. You could have, you know, aggressive things. You could be into institutional level funds where they have lower fees than the retail funds. So it's always better. But also from a distribution standpoint, it's easier when you take money from an IRA as opposed to a 401k. 401ks mandatorily have to withhold 20% as a prepayment of federal income tax. IRAs, you get to choose whether you want that withheld or not. Now, the one exception to this would be is that if you are over the age of 55, but before the age of 59 and a half, so you're between those two dates, and you leave work, uh, retire, let's say, don't roll all of your 401k. Leave some there because there's a nuance to the tax code that allows you to go in and take distributions from that account and only pay ordinary income tax. You don't have the 10% tax penalty but only from the one that you separated from service with. So let's say you worked at ABC Company, you're 56 years old, and you decide to retire, okay? Mm-hmm. And let's say you had, uh, let's say, $200,000 in your 401k. Let's say you want to move like maybe 150 to an IRA for planning purposes, but leave 50 behind because from 56 to 59 and a half, you can go in and take some money out of that and only pay taxes as opposed to the 10% penalty if you take it out of the IRA because you're not 59 and a half yet. So. That's the only time I would recommend leaving money in the 401k. Otherwise, easier, just, it's better just to get it out, get it diversified, buy stuff that you really want and not be subject to the plan. Also, if the plan moves, you're moving with it. So let's say the, you know, the new CFO comes in and his golf buddy is a 401k uh, salesman and they move it from <laughs> this company to that company. Right. You know, that happens more often than not. A lot of deals are closed on golf courses. Then your plan's moving. You know, you may like the stuff that you have. And so if you go to the IRA, you can get the same stuff that you liked. Okay. All right. So we're talking about these 401k FAQs. Now, Eric, I find myself in a, uh, I'm the 2035 target date fund. (laughs) So if I was going to be retiring, you know, if I'm dumping into a, uh, going into a job and I'm setting up my 401k, a lot of times people just see these and they're thinking, well, that's easy. It's an easy thing for me to pick. I I can look at the math and say, okay, this is what I'm going to retire. I'm picking the 2035 or the 2030 or the 2040, whatever the case is. Is it a good option for most people? It is a good option because it's simple, just like you mentioned. I just say, oh, hey, I'm going to retire in 2035. I'll just check this 2035 fund. Everything goes in there. And this was the answer to employers going back to the 401k company say, hey, we have this fiduciary responsibility and we're on the hook. Actually, employers have been sued by their employees for not offering investment advice. And so the 401k companies and came up with, okay, we'll do these target date funds. So what they do is they will mathematically change the closer they get to that date they'll move from stocks to bond funds, 
And that's basically what it does. It reduces your risk. It's easy for people to, to use, but I don't recommend them on your contributions. What I do recommend them for, for clients, is maybe on their balance. But your contributions, think about this. Every time the stock market goes down, what do all the talking heads on the financial show say? It's a great opportunity to what? Buy. Right, right. right? Yeah. Well, when you're contributing to your 401k, the, what you're buying is with your contributions. You're not buying with your balance, right? That's in the thing and it's moving around. Mm-hmm. So you actually would like your contribution to be a little bit more aggressive, to take advantage of these dips. Because if you lose 20% on your balance, that's probably a lot, but lose 20% on your contribution, it's not a big deal. So that's why I recommend that you should have a different allocation for your balance and a different allocation for your contribution. Because your contribution should actually, in my theory, my planning, I feel should be a little bit more aggressive so you can take advantage of these dips and then maybe rebalance once a year or something like that. But but the target funds are easy um, and they do change, but you also want to look at is it going to change and be static after that date or does it still change after that date? In other words, does it still become less aggressive once you're past that or is when it gets to 2035, this is the allocation that stays like that forever. But gotcha. to get to retirement, to get to somewhere where we can help you, there's not a bad option. Okay. And the final one before we take a next break is Roth versus traditional. Obviously, that comes up all the time. If you have a Roth option in your 401k, should you take advantage of it or not? Absolutely. If you can if you can put money away now, pay taxes when tax rates are lower, and insulate that from all future tax increases, that's the best investing that you can do. It's being taxed on the seed and not taxed on the harvest, to use a farming analogy. The issue with that is that also you got to be able to eat, right? You got to be able to pay your bills currently. So when you put money into the Roth side of the 401k, you not only take that money out of your check, but you also take the taxes on that money out of your check. So your checks are even lower than if you just put it in the regular 401k. It also depends on your tax bracket. If you're in a super high tax bracket, it may make more sense to pay to pay or get the tax deduction now because you'll probably be in a lower bracket in retirement. If you're in a middle-of-the-road tax bracket, let's say 22%, 24%, it might make sense to do the Roth. And sometimes you can do half and half, but the real thing is just to run the plan and see. But anytime you can take taxes out of the equation in retirement, it's extra money for you. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040 WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including
including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.